Damn it. What's up? Broke the yolks again. Shit. You okay with it? <laughs> hey! Don't sneak up on me like that. I couldn't resist. I love it when hotshot college professors screw up. I know you do. So are you okay with a scramble? Sure. Butter or cream cheese? Butter. I'm dieting. Yeah, right. Hey. I don't know, hon. Seems like you're always dieting. Yeah, well, a simple, that's great, or you're looking good, kid, would be nice to hear, you know? I'd say it if I meant it. Oh, like you always said what you meant in court. Of course I did. Otherwise, I would have crossed my fingers. You are something else. I hear that all the time. I'll grab the plates. Wait a minute. That's not half. I told you. I'm dieting. Whatever. You are so funny. Hmm? Not only don't you read the Chicago papers, but you won't even consider joining the rest of us in the 21st century by going digital. I like holding a newspaper. And getting ink all over your fingers. All part of the experience. Have to get your hands dirty if you want to be in the know. As long as you don't wipe them on your pants. Mm-hmm. Good talk. Wow. Hmm. They're planning a 50th anniversary event to commemorate the Woodstock Festival. 50 years. Amazing. You would know. Yep, I would. Close my eyes and I can still see it. The field. My blanket. The friends I made whose names I couldn't remember on a bet. Close my eyes a little harder and I can hear it. The music. The singing. The laughter. It was the happiest moment in my life. Until I met you, of course. And really meant a lot to you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Especially then. And if I had to do it all over again, in a heartbeat. I'm pouring myself another cup. Can I interest you in a refill? Thanks, that would be great. Oh. Something catch your eye? Um, yeah. I mean, no. Nothing. Sure doesn't sound like nothing. What's up? Nothing's up. You know, I just remembered. I need to stop by the hardware store to make that extra key to the lake now? house. Now? We're not scheduled to head back there until next month. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to send a key to the new housekeeping service that we lined up. That's fine, but we can give it to them when we're there. You're right. But it just popped into my head and, well, you know how forgetful I'm becoming in my old age. No more forgetful than you are full of it. Huh? What's going on? And don't try selling me on that spare key thing. It's nothing, Allie. I just remembered, that's all. I'm gonna go. Need the paper to find where you're going? Um, no. Of course not. <laughs> Back in a bit. Forgot to take my pill. Why were you reading the obituaries? I always read the obits, don't you? Nope. Not unless I'm looking for my name. Yeah, well, I find them interesting. A bunch of dead New Yorkers interest you? I guess I'm a New Yorker at heart. A New Yorker at heart? You hate New York. Tell you what, 
as long as you're headed to the hardware store, would you mind picking up another half and half and a dozen eggs while you're out? Sure. No problem. Anything else? Yeah. You can tell me what this is all about when you get back. Get your errand done? Hmm? Did you make the extra key? Shit. I forgot. I went to the grocery store and... I forgot. Should have gone to the hardware store first. Shit. Don't sweat it. I guess you really are losing it. Time to start checking out some assisted living facilities, huh? Put a pillow on my face first. Tell you what. Put that in writing and I'll consider it. Oh, and leave the date open. Yes, Counselor. So, are you going to tell me what caught your eye in the obits? Why are you writing me about this? Because we've been married a long time, hon. I know when something's got you going. And this is one of those somethings. Give it a rest, Al. I don't like being cross-examined, okay? Well, since you put it that way... Enough! So, who is Eleanor Williamson? What? I told you I don't like it when you sneak up on me. Why are you holding out on me? Talk to me, Mike. What's going on? I said nothing. More meatloaf? No. Thank you, anyway gonna spend the rest of the night being mad at me? Mike, please, talk to me. Mike. Not now, Allie. Mike, what is it? It has nothing to do with you. Mind putting that off? I have something to tell you. Something that's going to... Well... Sit down, okay? Goes back a long time. It was a Friday in the middle of August. I remember it clearly. It had rained a little in the morning, and the forecast for the weekend was a mixed bag. Saturday was supposed to be okay. But they said that Sunday looked like a washout. I worried about my things getting wet, so I stuffed it all in a plastic bag before loading it into my backpack. Everything I owned, everything that was important to me, was in that backpack. As plans go, one might say that this one didn't look very promising, at the start at least. But I was 18. And when you're 18 and you've got a plan that's been in your head for a really long time, a little rain doesn't get in the way, you know? I left just before six, while everyone was still asleep. Took the subway from my house in Queens what? into Manhattan, bought a ticket at the Port Authority, and took a bus to Nyack. It's a town in Rockland County, just over the Tappan Zee Bridge. 
I loved that bridge. We used to drive from Long Island into the Bronx and take the Deegan to the Z when we went to visit my aunt and uncle in Spring Valley. What are you talking about? You grew up in Winnetka, not New York. I know, but let me finish. Please. So I took the bus to Nyack because, well, that's as far as I could travel and still have enough cash left over. I figured I'd hitch a ride the rest of the way to the farm. Farm? What farm? Yasker's farm. You know, like in the Joni Mitchell song, Bethel, upstate New York, Woodstock Alley, Woodstock. It's how I got to Woodstock. I am confused. Is this about the 50th anniversary story? Yes and no. Woodstock was amazing. So many people, and I tried so many things. Things I'd never done before. Everything that everybody warned me about. And I loved every minute of it. I danced naked. Got high. I had sex for the first time at Woodstock Alley. For the first time like sex was meant to be. Happy. Fun. Natural. And then I swam in the lake. That beautiful lake. And I washed away everything. And when it was over, when the festival ended, I left. Hitched a ride with a girl I met and the guy she was with. Away from my parents. My sister. Sister? What sister? Let me finish. I left everything behind and headed west. But... We stopped in Chicago. It was only supposed to be for a day or two. But I liked it here. I liked the way it looked. The way it felt. So different from New York. But this was 1969, you know? Vietnam War. The draft. I was really worried about that. A lot of kids were. Of course, I could try to claim a medical psychiatric, but I didn't want to go down that path. I could skip out to Canada, but I didn't want to do that either. So I decided to apply for a student deferment. But before I did that, I needed a place to stay, a job, and a new name. What? You know, when I said that everything that was important to me was in my backpack, I was being literal. I knew where my parents kept my birth certificate and social security card. They hardly ever went into that drawer, so I wasn't all that concerned about being found out. You're a lawyer. You know that changing your name may be a pain in the neck, but it's certainly doable, right? So I did it. And then, talked myself into a maintenance job in a machine shop, paid enough to cover the rent. After that, I registered for night school at a community college nearby. Getting into a four-year school without a high school diploma would have been tough. I had one. That is, the old me had one. Hell, the old me was accepted to Columbia. But Michael Weston had no such credentials. And I didn't want to have to explain why I wasn't the old me anymore. 
so I decided to take the community college route. They were more flexible. Two years later, I did well enough to transfer to the University of Illinois, and from there, the University of Chicago, where I met you. But you told me... I know what I told you. My folks were dead. I had no other family. I grew up on the North Shore. I know what I told you. I don't understand. What? Who are you? My name is, was, Matthew. Matthew George Williamson III. Oh my God. And this, this is, was, my mother, Eleanor Williamson. My father's name was also Matthew. Matthew George Jr. Although he preferred to go by the second. Sounded more impressive. Hence the third that followed my own name. My father was all about the show. Couldn't be bothered with anything else, including my sister and me. Just the show. But why? Why did because you... Because I had to, Allie. Trust me, I know how all this sounds. How this but... sounds? It sounds crazy. Everything I know about you, everything everybody knows about you, it's all a lie? I don't see it that way. No? Then what would you call not telling the truth? Survival. <sighs> Look, Allie. You know me. You may not have known my real name, but you... know me. You know who I am. No. I don't know you. Nothing you told me, nothing you told my parents, nothing you told our children is true. You're wrong, Allie. Not everything. You know all about me from the time we met. And now? Now you know about me from before. No, Mike. Is that what I should call you? Mike? Or is it Matthew? Do you prefer Matt? How about Maddie? Is that better? Don't do this, Allie. Don't do what? Call you by your real name? Why not? Isn't that who you are? It's not. I buried that name 50 years ago. You know who I am. But I don't, Mike. Or whatever you want me to call you. I don't. And the reason I don't is because I can't imagine why you felt the need to... I can't think of a better word than erase. To erase your parents. Your sister. Does she even have a name? A real name? Susan. Susie. You erased everyone, including yourself. Everything you were, everything you did. Maybe you had a good reason, I don't know. Maybe from your point of view, there wasn't a better way to deal with whatever was going on at the time. But to keep it from me, from your children, I don't know whether to feel pity or rage. Allie, I know I have no right to ask you this right now, but please, believe me when I tell you- But I don't believe you, Mike. I mean, Matt, whoever the hell you are. You lied to me. The biggest secret of your life, and you kept it from me. 
Me! Your partner! Your soulmate! Or so you said. Or is that a lie, too? No. Of course not. It's just... I didn't want to run the risk that... Bullshit! What risk? That I'd call your parents? Or... Or is it that I'd call you out? Because that is what I'm doing right now. What happened? Did you steal something? Kill someone? No, nothing like that. I didn't do anything. You want to know why I didn't tell you? Look what just happened. What makes you think that this news would have gone down any easier if I had told you 10 years ago, 30 years ago? What makes you think that the hurt you feel right now would have been any less painful then, huh? In fact, how can any two people in a relationship, married, partnered, expect to know all there is to know about one another? You know all there is to know about me. Well, that may be. But the point is, I made a decision. And I made a decision about my decision. Matthew George Williamson III is dead. So is Matthew George Williamson II. And now, Eleanor Williamson is dead too. What about your sister? What about her? What I don't understand is... Weren't you concerned about her? She wasn't at risk. She wouldn't have been. And she was younger. She was nine and a half, Allie. Nine and a half. There was no way that the two of us would have been able to leave together. First of all, my parents would have called the cops. I would have ended up in jail for kidnapping. Second, I was headed to Woodstock. Woodstock, Allie. A nine and a half year old tripping out with her older brother? They would have thrown away the key. Besides, she had no idea what was going on. And your parents? They wouldn't have called the cops to report you missing? That makes no sense to me. Not if calling the police ended up opening a door they wanted to keep closed. Wait a minute. Your sister had no idea. She wasn't at risk, wouldn't have been at risk. Oh my. It was your father. It was your father, wasn't it? You said that you had sex like it was meant to be at Woodstock. Oh my god. No, it wasn't him. I can understand why you might think that, but... Your mother? Your mother abused you? Dads don't have the market cornered on this kind of thing, Allie. Come. Sit down, please. You know, for the longest time, I couldn't understand why people were so much more receptive to the notion that fathers are more inclined to... to do this kind of thing with their kids. Well, in my case, my father wasn't... He wasn't anything, really. Caught up in his own world, basking in my mother's notoriety. As you probably read in the obit, she used to be a big deal in New York City politics. Deputy Mayor. Two decades worth of prominent public service. If my father knew what was going on, he sure as hell didn't do anything about it. Which is why I hold him every bit as responsible as her. 
He didn't protect me, Allie. If he knew about it, and I have to believe that he couldn't not know, he didn't do anything to make it stop. Even after I did. Wait. The abuse stopped before you left home? The question you really should be asking is, when did it start? When I was nine. The first time was when I was nine. How? What Does it matter? I mean, really, what difference does that make? Anyway, by the time I turned 14, I was taller and stronger than she was. And though I may have at first been confused about my mother's attention and intentions, there was no doubt by that point. So, I pushed back. Hard. Threatened to tell on her, too. Though I had no idea who. Situations like mine weren't treated the same back then as they are today. Nevertheless, she backed off. She backed off because we both knew that she had too much to lose. Because she had a public profile. Precisely. Then why not confront your dad? If, as you say, his status was linked to hers, he'd have just as much at stake, too. Maybe more if she lost her job because of the scandal. You're thinking like an attorney. And you're right. But that wasn't the family dynamic. Mother wore the pants in the house, as they say. She steamrolled him every bit as much as she did Susie and me. But if you put an end to it when you were 14, why did you still feel the need to take such drastic action four years later? I knew I couldn't do anything about that until I was legal. Until I was 18. If I could be drafted, I sure as hell could leave home. Remember what I said about swimming in the lake at Woodstock? Catharsis. I washed them all away. I get that. But how did you cope to that point? The abuse went on for what, five years? And you abided your time for another four? That's nine years. Half of your life at that point. How did you- It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard because I grew up alone, Allie. My parents might have lived in the same house, but they weren't there. Not really. They didn't even notice when I stopped talking to them. <laughs> it became a kind of game with me. How long can I go without having to say more than please or thank you at the appropriate times? Instead, I concentrated on formulating a plan. All in my head. I worked through the details. Saved as much money as I could, which I hid under a floorboard in the attic of our garage, and waited. That Woodstock happened to fall at just the right time? It was a gift. A sign. And so I saw it anyway. So instead of disappearing after high school graduation, which was my original plan, I stuck it out for an extra two months. Anyway, the rest you know. No. There's still something missing. You lived with that... that toxic secret for nine years? When I met you, you were... normal. Something like what you experienced doesn't just go away. It doesn't just fade into distant memory, and not without... Help. It took me a while to realize how much I needed it. 
even longer to find the right person. My kind of problem is, even to this day, not the norm. Sure, more men are opening up about their father-son experiences, but mother-son? Remember, we're talking about half a century ago, when the commonly held view was that if a boy became aroused, he was obviously into it. Not to mention a mother doing that to her own son. By the time I met you, I'd been in therapy for several years. I had no idea. Even that. I know. <sighs> so what's next? Your mother is dead. It's over. No, it's not. I've been waiting for this day to come. Years ago, my mother's name was often in the newspapers, so it followed that when she passed, her name should end up there yet again. Which is why the Times was always my newspaper of choice. What I didn't know was that my father predeceased her. At least, that's what the article said. Regardless, 50 years is a long time, Allie. Long enough. I need to see her. Now that they're both gone, I need to see Susie. Would... Would you be willing to come with me? What? No. No? Why? I don't understand. You don't understand. What is it that you don't understand, Mike? That I'm trying to process the fact that my husband, my best friend, lied to me? But I'm Secrets come at a cost, Mike. I can understand you holding back when we first got together, even when we married two years later. But at some point, hadn't I earned the price of that consideration? That respect? I feel empty, Mike. I feel empty because you didn't trust me. I know. And it's not like I didn't... Well, th there just never seemed to be a right moment to broach that... I don't buy that. You were in control of all those moments. More than four decades worth, as it turns out. Look, you said that you wanted to see your sister. You should do that. I don't want to leave with this hanging between us. Not your call. Not this time. Go. Make your plans. If you hurry, you might be able to get a seat on the last flight to LaGuardia. Ali... You've got an important conversation ahead of you, Mike. And I... I need some time to but, go. Please. Just go. <laughs>